Chapter 2 People Like Me It's the morning. Rough night. I barely had any sleep. I probably woke up in the middle of the night at least five times. My mind was racing too much. I had never been in a prison cell before. I don't even think it was the prison cell that kept me awake. I think it was the uncertainty of what was going to happen next. On one hand, I was hopeful that everything would be sorted out in the morning and I could go on with my life. On the other hand, based on how things played out the previous day, the topic of tax fraud appeared to be serious enough for a raid to be organized by the German authorities. I wasn't sure what to expect. At around 8 o'clock, I was instructed to make sure I was dressed and ready to go in a few minutes so I could be transported to the courthouse. I did my best to keep my composure and gather myself as best as possible for whatever was coming next. Not long after, the security guard returned, placed me in handcuffs, and escorted me to a marked Polizei vehicle waiting outside. I wasn't the only person heading to the courthouse that morning. There were a few other people already in the van. Everyone looked like they had a rough night as well. One of the guys attempted to start some small talk. From what I understood, it sounded like it wasn't his first time going through this process. I kept quiet for the most part. Conversation picked up a little more when the other guys started to get comfortable. The first guy that initiated the conversation looked over to me and asked me something in German. I partially understood, but just to be safe, I replied, Ich nicht verstanden. I don't understand. He said, Ah, Americanisch, American. What are you here for? I replied, I don't really know something about tax fraud. He said, Good luck. The German government takes tax fraud serious. I said, But I don't even have a German company. He said, It doesn't matter. You would not be here if they didn't think you did something wrong. That was not helpful. Wait a minute. Why am I listening to this guy that is also heading to the courthouse? I cannot let that get to my head. We arrived at the courthouse after about a 10 minute drive. It was my first time in a German courthouse. We were handed off to security officers on site, separated and placed in different cells. I recall the holding cell I was placed in had some writings on the bench. I couldn't really make out most of what the writing was, but it helped to distract me a bit from the tension that was continuing to build up inside me. I started to bite my nails and paced back and forth. It felt like an extremely long amount of time had gone by. Finally, the cell door opened and a security officer entered the cell with another lady who introduced herself and stated that she was an official translator. I thought to myself, finally, there was someone that I could channel my communication through in a more effective way. As I was gathering my thoughts to ask a few questions, the translator informed me that she had a copy of my official Haftbefehl, or arrest warrant, and was there to translate the document for me prior to being presented to a judge. I literally scratched my head in disbelief 
when I noticed that the arrest warrant was about seven pages long. As the translator started to read the arrest warrant to me, my head was spinning with so many questions as to what in the world was going on and how seven pages of information was attained on me between now and yesterday that would constitute a legitimate arrest warrant. Although I attempted to listen, I was by no means able to remember a seven-page document which was essentially read to me in a handful of minutes and without me being able to ask questions. I thought to myself, it would be nice if I could read this myself to understand what was really happening here. After the oral translation of the arrest warrant was completed, I tried to ask questions and the translator essentially said she was there to translate the document and could not answer any questions pertaining directly to the case. I guess I couldn't blame her for that. The security guard and the translator escorted me out of the holding cell down the hallway and into a room where a judge sat along with what appeared to be members of her staff and some familiar faces from the raid that happened the day prior. The investigator who initiated my arrest stood out to me the most. The translator sat to my right and the proceedings started. I was asked to confirm my personal information and if I was fine with speaking on my own behalf. I said, yes, I was. The judge proceeded to read parts of the arrest warrant and add her own commentary to it. She took what sounded to me like a very disrespectful, elevated, and condescending tone. As the judge was yelling and the translator was trying to keep up with the translation, I started to realize how dire my situation was getting. At one point, the judge, in so many words, stated that it was because of people like me that are putting a burden on the German tax system. I was shocked and speechless. From what I gathered in that moment, the essence of the charges in the arrest warrant stated that I knowingly participated in a tax fraud scheme and assisted my ex and other listed companies in everything she was being charged with. It sounded like whoever wrote the arrest warrant basically copied and pasted information from the original arrest warrant and added me and my company's name to it. According to the judge, and based on evidence that was presented to her, the only verdict that made sense was to send me to pretrial detention. I was finally given the opportunity to speak when the judge asked me if I wanted to appeal the verdict. Naturally, I replied, of course. I wanted to appeal the verdict and that all the charges stated against me were simply not true. The judge's reply really hit home. She essentially said, if this same evidence was presented in an appeal, the verdict would be the same. Basically, there was nothing I could say or do that would prevent me from not going to pretrial detention because until a further investigation was conducted, I was a flight risk and there was also a risk of collusion. My heart sank into my stomach. I kept thinking to myself, 
What evidence are they referring to? These investigators just met me for the first time the day prior. The judge asked me if I had a criminal lawyer who could represent me moving forward. I did not. The lawyers I had worked with in the past were not criminal lawyers. They were business lawyers. I never had a need for one before this. I was offered access to a court-appointed lawyer and informed that I would have the opportunity to speak to one from pretrial detention. The proceeding was concluded. I was escorted back to the holding cell to await transportation. We are not going home today.